Hello, 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 and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh Podcast. So before I go into today's episode, I am delighted to announce that the next intake of the Female Fat Loss Program is now open. So the next intake is starting on the 4th of September, 2023. So this is going to be the biggest intake. This is going to be bigger and better than ever. I've got a new coach to come in and help me as well. So this is perfect for someone if you've tried every diet under the sun, whether it comes from keto, intermittent fasting, someone that you may be very skeptical about the fitness industry, you might have been scammed out of certain clubs, you believe in sins. But the one thing that I would say about this program is it's actually been, been designed by previous clients. And if you're trying to get away from that yo-yo dieting background, trying to get away from that diet starts Monday cycle, this is the perfect thing for you. So what this program is, is a six week program. You'll get weekly check-ins with myself. You will get tailored program with videos. So you've got an option of home workouts uh, that you've got an option of a three day home workout program with videos. You've got an option of a four day gym program with videos, or you've got an option of three day gym program with videos. You can do your own training if you wish, but those programs are provided to you. You've got tailored calories and macros that are perfectly set for you based off your activity and your needs and your age. You have got recipe books, which are perfect. The brownies in their class. You've got a Facebook group, which is a perfect place for support. Weekly lives are in there every Tuesday. And then you've got personalized weekly check-ins with myself. So it's, it's an amazing program. And I would say the last one, in April and I haven't run it for April since April because I wanted to make it even bigger and better and I wanted to make sure that it was going to be bigger and better I want to improve things as it grows I'm not just going to stagnate and not let the program grow into what it wants to be so the price of the program for six weeks is very very cheap it is 99 euro so if you're looking for kind of if you're on a budget or you're looking for a lower barrier entry into a program 99 euro you're not going to get it lower the normal price is 149 euro so that will be going up in the next week or so that to, to full price so if you're interested in doing that i wouldn't wait around so if you're interested in working with me in the female fat loss program click on the link in the show notes book your place before it sells out because the last one sold out in a very short space of time and i wouldn't wait around so the biggest thing that i would say is it's not going to be a sin in sight you're just going to get results improve relationship with food learn how to train around your cycle, learn about perimenopause, PCOS, endometriosis, all these various different things, and you'll get the results you're looking for. So if you're interested in working with me, click on the link in the show notes and we'll book your space. And we'll see you on the 4th of September. Hey everyone, and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh Podcast. So today is a very special episode with one of my clients. And the client episodes seem to be the ones that people are asking for the most. They're not the easiest to manage to get because people can be a little bit scared of kind of coming on to on a microphone and kind of talking about their story but Sarah came on to the podcast today and we Sarah did a video testimonial so they're the scary ones when you actually have to talk down a microphone and into a camera so Sarah's decided to come on to the podcast today to tell her her story we've ended up blabbing for about an hour before so probably should have pressed record beforehand um but Sarah thank you so much for coming on yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. Honestly, like I've never been on a podcast before, and like it's easy for me to yap though, so I feel like podcast is probably just like around at this stage. Um. So yeah, I am. You probably should start your own at this huh? stage. 
Yeah. Probably set me on. I know. I know. I'll have you on as my first guest. <laughs> Deal. Deal. <laughs> Uh, so for anyone who isn't aware of Sarah's story, <laughs> let us know what you do and why you got in touch. So I have always kind of had um, interest in like food and fitness and it started from like when I was about probably 18, 19. Um, and in terms of like the training and the things, I kind of went to the gym. I was very on and off though. Um, I would have started classes. I've I've kind of I've done everything like, and then growing up, like I I was big into dancing, so I was with like Spotlight Stage School for years, and then I did the pantos in Dublin, and I just I've always been kind of like into movement and fitness and everything. Um, but then the with the food and the things, I I it wasn't that bad kind of when I was say eighteen, nineteen, twenty, but then it was when I moved to Dubai was the biggest kind of like thing for me. It was just the biggest. I realized that there was just an issue. Um, and I was always very like all or nothing. Um, and also like growing up then I suffered a lot with like, not, I wouldn't say I suffered with my health, but I had all these like little conditions. Like I had eczema growing up. I used to get very, very bad mouth ulcers. And like, when I say bad mouth ulcers, this was like, the only way I can describe it is like literal potholes in my mouth like couldn't speak with them like it was I had had them for like months on end like the same one for months on end and I could never ever get to the root of what it was so like being aware of like what was what I was eating was always kind of a thing for me because I had to monitor say my eczema I had to monitor like my my ulcers or whatever and I'd been going to like um specialists I went to a specialist in Dublin about my eczema nothing ever came from it they just said oh it's just something that you have and you'll grow out of it and this kind of thing and then it kind of did go away for a while but then it came back in the form of like psoriasis and then it, I still to this day I still kind of get my eczema but I have it managed now um and then with the mouth ulcers like it got so bad like I was so down over it and they were just happening so frequently like I even went to like this woman like in Donegal that she's like a like she's a healer like that's how that's how desperate I wanted these gone um but when I went to the specialist he had said to me he was like oh have you tried um a vegan diet like you're gonna have to go vegan and I was just thinking I was like you know I'm all for being vegan if you want to be vegan it's your choice go for it but I knew it wasn't really something that I wanted um so I tried it for a while and went vegetarian for a while I also went off dairy for my eczema for a while um and the vegan thing it actually was kind of during COVID so I was over in Dubai at this time um and I it did work but like I knew that I didn't want to stay vegan so I was like right I'm gonna have to keep a food diary of what like is triggering everything so obviously at this time I'm in Dubai but even my first year in Dubai so to even go back then I moved to Dubai I'm a teacher and I moved to Dubai in 2019 and anyone that lives in Dubai or anybody that is an expat living in a different country knows that it's just a full year it's like your first year is like a j1 year basically like you're just eating out you're drinking the whole time like every single weekend like it was reckless and it's even 
like it's not even drinking like going out for a few drinks at eight o'clock in the evening this is like you pay for a brunch at 12 o'clock in the day so like you go out on a Friday and at this point actually in my first year it was the work week the work week was Sunday to Thursday so I used to wake up or sorry my friends used to wake up at home on the Friday and I'd be like pissed at like two o'clock in the day and they'd be waking up for work at nine o'clock on the Friday and they'd be like how are you like it's like you're on a night out but it's like two o'clock in the day so like it was just every single weekend for a year nearly I can nearly say two years because your first kind of two years out there are just it's all party party and you just you know it's this brand new lifestyle and you're just having a great time but obviously then I know it's like the ulcers got worse the eczema got worse um and then I had put on like a little bit of weight as well so I was like okay I just need to fix this but then being out there like obviously you don't wear many clothes you're constantly in a bikini you're constantly in this like boiling hot weather so I was constantly looking at other girls in bikinis I was constantly comparing myself to how they looked and I think just over time with like the eczema end of things and the ulcers end of things my ulcers kind of went away at this point I they kind of I kind of did just grow them to be honest but I am putting it down to like I was making kind of healthier food choices and everything but the eczema didn't really go away and I was just really, really conscious of it. And it got to a point like where I was stressing myself out so much over probably irrelevant things that it just flared, like it flared all over my body. It was like all over my neck. It was on my arms and my elbows behind my neck, like could not get rid of it. Um, and I just got to a really, really like bad place, like mentally. And this was kind of like, this was actually during lockdown as well um, in Dubai. And in over there they just take things to the extreme so kind of here when everybody was still roaming around um Dubai had a lockdown where you couldn't leave the house and you needed a permit to leave so your permit was like you can it's for groceries emergencies no sorry groceries pharmacy or emergencies was three options for your permit and if you even want to go out for a walk or like just step outside your door like there was helicopters flying around there's police roaming the streets like it was it was oh it was awful like it was really really this extreme lockdown um and then my two housemates at the time had left to move home so I was stuck in lockdown in an apartment in Dubai by myself from the March to June so it was really bad and then in this time I also was told I had pre-cancerous cells on my cervix so I was like going through this big thing of like right I need to be on a vegan diet because of my eczema I also have these pre-cancerous cells that I can't do anything about now because everything's closed do I fly home what do I do but then there was just this like this big stress of like if I go home I don't have a job like I, I was just all over the place um so yeah there was a lot of that like my health and everything was just a bit all over the shop at that time um anyways I got the procedure done and Dubai is great like for healthcare and everything so I got that um what's it called it's the let's is it I think it's let's it's where they like burn the cells and they get rid of the cells it wasn't very far along so it was like I just had to get them done to as a like precautionary measure but got that done anyway but then it kind of got to I think it was the end of that year then um I was told I had PCOS 
so I just was like what is going on like I cannot seem to like catch a break with any of this um and then it got worse like the whole dieting and things like got worse because I was like okay I've PCOS now and I've eczema so I need to go off dairy I need to go off gluten I need to like I was just trying all these like mad diets to try and like get rid of the eczema and get rid of like the PCOS on top of managing the stress of like Instagram and looking at all these girls on Instagram that have these perfect bodies and these girls when you go out to zero gravity or you go out to any of these beach clubs and they're all in bikinis and like I was just so 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 self-conscious that I knew that I had to like do something about it but it just took me so long to do something about it because I didn't realize where the problem was like I always thought oh if I look like that I just need to lose like I don't know whatever a couple of pounds and I'll be happy then like I'll I'll you know all my problems will go away but I did do a few kind of like um I did a few quick eight week program things um again thought that would solve it was like right I'll do the eight weeks I'll lose it in eight weeks also being so oblivious to the fact that like you can't lose like eight weeks is a very quick time to lose yeah. like you can do it obviously but it's a very quick time to you know it's a very like to have long-term results like it's not you need to be doing it for a longer period of time I did anyway personally but I did all these quick fixes um I tried all these diets like I look back on it now like there was one diet I did and it was like um I think it was six weeks and the food so the breakfast was like a slice of melon lunch was two boiled eggs dinner was like a crazy amount of chicken and a crazy amount of sweet potato um and then my snacks were like cucumber with peanut butter is that even a combination I don't even think that they don't even go together like they don't they're not even nice they're not even nice together so and then it was like a natural yogurt and then two squares of um Cadbury's chocolate in the evening and I was like grand grand I'll do this for six weeks and the way it'll fall off me and then I'll just keep it off like but I was absolutely miserable I was hungry all the time I was thinking about food all the time I was like it was just it consumed me like it just got so bad and then I would lose the weight like after these eight week quick fixes and then sure I just pile it all back on again because I'd go on these crazy like takeaway binges and like not binges but you know just like eating all around me for the for like three days or like I kind of thought as well like I'd go on these nights out and it was very all or nothing like the only way I can describe the last like what six years of my life is that it was just all or nothing like it was either I was completely on a diet and I wasn't touching anything like nothing that I considered like in quotations bad um or I was on a mad I'm doing and eating whatever the fuck I want like it was horrendous um and then yeah I worked with one-to-one um coaches I found one of them absolutely useless and then I there was another one I just found it was just too extreme it just it was just a lot um the the program was a lot 
she was lovely but the program was just too much so I was I didn't really stick to it I didn't find it sustainable at all um but I just needed I knew that I just needed someone to bring back my like love for the gym that's what I thought I needed but it was actually all mental in my head that it was all a mindset thing that I needed to be fixed because like the gym thing has come back to me very quickly like as in I've got my mojo back I remember saying to you like whatever many weeks ago now that I'd lost my mojo and I just felt very not like myself and I just needed to bring it back and I remember I was sitting in a pool in Bali with my best friend Amy and I was sitting there and the two of us were like is this just our life now like are we just constantly going to be unhappy with how we look and constantly comparing ourselves to like every single girl that walks by in a bikini like I was looking at her like I was analyzing how she looked because I was like well, she's eating that how can she look like that how come I can't eat that and look like that like it was so bad um and yeah I was just sitting in the pool and I was like this is just this is just life now like this is just part of being a woman in your late 20s you just have to suck it up and you know you just you're always going to be worrying about what you're eating you're always going to be on a diet like this is this is the mindset I was in like it's I was fully convinced I had it I was fully convinced that this is like that was it um and like even there was a point that I was like exercising twice a day like I was doing spinning in the morning and then I was doing like a hip class in the evening and like just completely burning myself out and sure got to a point then where I did burn myself out and I think that's kind of how I lost my mojo I just was like I can't live like this I can't I've no energy to do anything I hate everything I hate working I hate the gym I hate like I, I kept being like I just want to eat whatever I want I, how come I can't do that and yeah then I reached out to you and that's it's all kind of just stemmed from there really it's all been a journey since yeah, then and I, I, it, and I appreciate you sharing so much there because you know yeah no because it, it, like it, there's a lot to dissect there. there's a lot to kind of take in like there's mm. There's the pre-cancer cells, there's all or nothing, there's PCOS, yeah. the psoriasis, there's there's other elements mm-hmm. to it. There's the there's a few other different things in there as well. So there's yeah. an awful lot in there. And I think it's interesting. I think the bit that's probably gonna land yeah. the most with people is that element of like sitting by a pool when you're on holidays and you're kind of looking at other people and analyzing them and you're kind of saying, Well, why can they look like that and I can't? And oh. I know that's gonna land with a lot of people listening to this yeah. and kind of like I'm not alone listening to that. And unfortunately, that's where our heads at. We're, we love comparing yeah. ourselves. It's a status thing. And like we, we are, we're, our brains process yeah. this whole thing of, right, I need to look like that in order to be happy. It's like, yeah, but I think you need to find, like I, I do from my own journey in particular, like, and I can only ever use that as I've been leaner and been miserable. I've had more muscle on. And I've been miserable, but it's it's trying to somewhere normally somewhere yeah. in the middle, where people are kind of mm-hmm. a little bit more content about things. But you mentioned about kind of like the all or nothing mindset was one of the things you kind of mentioned a good bit. What do you think has changed from you joining the female fat loss program to going into the one to one side of things? So I found like the the group program was brilliant for just setting me up with like 
kind of having the group support I found very good and seeing that like there was other women in the same position as me um but as I said for me it was all I needed more education on like food for like I know everyone says it but like food for fuel like that is a real thing and like I have just realized that like I cannot do these gym sessions and like I cannot be going on walks and like without food in my body for energy like like to think that I used to be like oh I'll eat like 12 1300 calories and I'll still be able to go and do a gym session or I'll still like I wasn't actually doing gym sessions I love the gym but I just didn't have a program or anything so I was just doing classes so to think like I could live off like no carbs a day or I'd only have carbs once like once a day um and this went on for like two years in Dubai and then to think that I could fuel my classes with living off like 1200 calories like like I was absolutely wrecked I was a cranky bitch as well like I was just not I just wasn't happy like I wasn't I had no energy I was just miserable um so yeah I think realizing that you actually need food to like fuel your your energy like that's literally like there's no two ways about it like you just need fuel for energy um I found as well consistency like again I know everybody says it but I just like I was saying to you before like I just had this like penny drop moment where I was like oh this is this is what everybody talks about now like this is the thing everyone's on about like the consistency thing and the food for fuel thing like oh I get it um so I've just found like I would often do things like I'd often do programs like I was saying eight weeks or I'd eat healthy for like three weeks and healthy healthy I mean like not touching a bar of chocolate not touching crisps not touching anything bad all like really boring eggs chicken rice I do that for like three weeks and then I crash and burn um so the consistency that I've had with the group program um for that was eight weeks and then the six weeks I've been with you now like it's it was only after like eight nine weeks that I was like noticing the changes in my mind but also like seeing the physical changes as well um so the consistency is huge that just clicked at me and I was like like you have to you have to be consistent with things and just keep it up and like trust the process and then as well I've just realized that like your training doesn't mean anything if you have a really bad diet like you can't out train a bad diet kind of thing um and like a bad diet in other words just like eating shit all the time and like you know like I've had nights out I've had meals out I've had takeaways like I can still do all that but like I was I was all or nothing I was like okay I want all the takeaways I'm gonna get a McDonald's on Thursday I'm gonna get a pickle on Friday I'm gonna go out for drinks on Saturday because I was like fuck it like I look great like whatever but I lost a bit in like three weeks and I thought that was it that was great I'll keep it off and sure but it was just all in my mind like I didn't realize it until now that it's all about your habits and being consistent and it is like a lifestyle change but like it's really hard to make a lifestyle change without if you're as deep as I was in like you know comparing myself to others and that really bad unhealthy relationship with food if you're that deep like you do need somebody to kind of pull you out of the hole and like 
and make help you make these lifestyle habits because it's easy for me now like it's just so strange how easy it is now that I just didn't realize it um it's all in your mind it's, it really is you put your mind to it you can do it like yeah, I think I think I remember when you sent me the message after yeah. one of your check-ins about kind of this is just clicked because I remember one of the big things that we were kind of working on in the group was kind yeah. of like trying to navigate the, the night's out, trying to navigate those. So I, th- I think one of the things that we used in the group is the, the, mm-hmm. the weekly calorie average. And I think that allowed you to, to see that you could have those nights out and make it work for yourself. And then I think once you started to build up that confidence that you could do that, mm-hmm. then as a, as a mechanism kind of consistency came in afterwards. I think, that just allows you allowed you to have that flexibility because all the approaches you had have one thing in common, which is rigidity and and restriction. Um, but I think that the, 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 for yeah. me, what when it landed for you was yeah. probably about week four, like, or week five in the group, and then week two in one to one. There was definitely a shift in your headspace. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember a hundred percent. I think like. Yeah, I definitely noticed these small changes. No, Sorry, go on. Um, yeah, I noticed these like small changes um in the group thing, the group um program. But as you said, it was only maybe it was only maybe like three weeks ago that I was like I think I'm I text you and I was like Shane, I'm after noticing like a, a really big change in like my body, but I hadn't been focusing on my body at all. Like, and I think because you had like, as we spoke about before, you had kind of made me focus on one thing at a time. And that meant that I was focusing on that for the week, but it also took it away, took me away from worrying about what I looked around my actual body changes and I think when I moved away from worrying about um worrying about what I was eating and how I was training to lose weight which I also have now realized I did I don't I didn't actually ever have a huge amount to lose um once I moved away from that and started like focusing on food for my health that's when I actually noticed the biggest changes in my body because i I wasn't thinking about it like I wasn't looking at it all the time so it's like I looked in the mirror one day and was like oh I actually I actually look a bit smaller I look a bit leaner and I was going how, how did that happen <laughs> like when did that like it was so it was so strange it was, it was literally yeah about yeah, three weeks ago um, and now I'm like I'm feeling a lot stronger as well yeah what I what think did it's I say a shift too from eating for losing weight and eating for my health and energy um a major mindset shift was mm. kind of the message that you sent over to me i know we have voice notes as well so it's hard to go through the voice notes um yeah but i think because also there's an element of like yeah you're not um <laughs> there's there's kind of like you're not being as hard as you're on yourself when you may not have like supposed to where no. it was maybe like the perfect week in inverted commas to so kind of well I maybe didn't have my regular meals or I missed out on one or two meals, kind of like, yeah. okay, cool. So how did the rest of the week go? And like, well, I smashed it. I was like, well, let's just focus on that. There's definitely been a bit of, Sarah's yeah. got a bit of a break from Sarah. And I think mm. that has been a massive 
shift as well. But there's also one of the messages. Like, I'm not, yeah. yeah, she's a lot. Uh, <laughs> so I can also see one of the messages here about the scales <laughs> and around the menstrual cycle. I think that was one of the big things for you as well. How big of a shift has that been for you? Yeah. Um. So like, I would have always relied on the scales and like it probably comes from like also like there are a few people over the years being like oh well like you know if you're losing weight like the scales are obviously going to go down there's not two ways about it kind of thing but I think now a lot of women now are including myself are very very in like touch with their menstrual cycle and like a lot of people now like a lot of girls are going off um contraceptives like because they're like they're kind of I don't know, hormones and stuff, extra hormones being put into your body. A lot of people don't agree with it. A lot of people are on it, like whatever suits you, but it didn't personally work for me. So obviously with the whole, um, with the precancerous cells and then with the PCOS, I was just like, I need to like rebalance my hormones and I need to like understand my cycle. So I use an app now and I track it and like, I'm, I'm really, really good at now well because before I did the program I would have been but especially now since doing the program because we have been looking at like the weeks that I'm going to be going to have loads of energy and then I'm then I know the weeks that I'm going to have no energy um and before like I would have been weighing myself and if I'd gone up like 0.5 of a kilo I would have been like oh fuck this like nothing's working like and I go straight back to like just eating whatever I want but like eating whatever I want was was not eating whatever I want. It was like overeating, you know, because I was under eating before. So then I'd do that and then I'd be like, right, time to get my shit together again. And I'd go back and I'd weigh myself and I'd be like, right, this is my starting weight. And I'd love my starting weight again for the like 27th time. And then I'd go and do like another like whatever month of dieting and I'd go back and check the scales again and I'd see, oh, it's gone down like whatever 0.5 and then I go and check it again it's gone up oh fuck this and I go straight back to the beginning I was far too reliant on it um but then as I said it was when I came off the pill and I really wanted to just get my hormones in check again that I started kind of looking into like how um how your cycle affects your fat loss how it affects your training everything really um and that's actually how I kind of came across you because I know that you had a lot of like guest speakers on and you had spoken yourself about like training around your cycle and everything. I just have such an interest in it. Like I love hormone health. I love, um, I just love anything hormone related. Like I just really interest me. Um, so once I kind of like got the whole, the whole thing of like, okay, this part of my cycle, I'm going to be really strong and if you have loads of energy. So I'm going to do X, Y, Z this week. And then next week, I'm probably not going to be able to do anything. So I'll just go for a walk. And I've had, I have had a few hiccups since, like, I remember I was trying to go for a run. So I'm trying to get back into running and, um, like nothing major, like I'm still trying to run like a 5k, you know? Um, and I text you and I was like, right, okay, I've done my three sessions, need to go out for a run. But this, that's typical me, like trying to do everything and trying to like, no, Sarah, come on now, you can do it. You can do it when like my body physically would not do it. So I went for a run, I voice noted you, I think after, and I was like, oh, Shane, I literally did about a kilometer and I was fucked. Like, 
I just like I can't do it and you were like okay well let's look at your let's look at your you know your um tracker and it was like the week that I was obviously gonna have like no energy that I should have just been going out for a walk and actually eating more so like I probably was eating less and I was trying to do extra exercise which is obviously like going to be a recipe for disaster but I wouldn't have known that back a year ago I just think like women just aren't educated enough on like how your cycle affects everyday life because it actually affects everything like your hormones are just everything in your body do you know what I mean and I'm so glad that I like know now I have the knowledge on it now that I'm actually able to say to myself oh god no I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to go for a run out like I could try but I know that it, it wouldn't work so I'll just be like oh no I'm just gonna go out for a walk now today and not feel bad about it whereas before like I was trying to exercise six times a week six seven times a week every single day doing all this crazy high intensity exercise um and it was once I once I the click from the like it's not for weight loss it's for your health like that was the major penny drop moment for me it only happened like um three weeks ago or whatever sorry someone's trying to ring me here no it's all good there's a bit of a delay on the the new software that we're using so there's a little bit of a delay so that's all that it is um so the no i remember the conversation about that run i was kind of like well let's look let's look at the sheet together and see where you're at and looking at it from a point of view of kind of like right the data is telling us that we know that you're a little bit more fatigued around this certain time and don't get me wrong there'll be certain people with menstrual cycles that won't have these drops and peaks Mm -hmm. and troughs of when their energy drops their training with drop all that kind of stuff yeah but i knew from what sarah has been saying to me for quite a while was like there was mood changes there was hormone changes there was fluctuations so we're like we took a little bit of a kind of a a nicer approach that sarah potentially taken for herself of like beating herself Mm -hmm. up for not being able to perform at a certain level that sarah potentially set in her head but we're kind of like well we're not eating enough and we're probably under fueling ourselves and we're probably not yeah. maybe able to push yourselves and like i know sometimes what can happen with people is they start to get that momentum of right or let i've been hitting three sessions consistently let's throw in another one and then when another one gets thrown in sometimes what can happen is people get a little bit like they can't get that extra session and they fall back into like going back to zero sessions or one session so i'd rather the clients that i'm working with to get two or three sessions in a week consistently yeah maybe eight sessions a month or 12 sessions a month, whatever it may be, and break it up that way into small little chunks. And then you're ticking that off each week. Have you got that done? Have you got that done? Rather than saying right now, I need to throw in more sessions because it doesn't have that big of a change, that extra session, particularly if you're tired, fatigued, at particular stages of your cycle. So it's pretty cool to hear that you've kind of, you're understanding your body a little bit more for yourself. And you know now how to to kind of navigate and talk a little bit sounder to yourself i think that's a a um yeah yeah and like like if i'm able to now like if i'm if i feel up to it like i will go and i will go for a walk or i'll go for like i will do an extra bit if i can but like there's no pressure i never put pressure on myself to like to to have to get it done and like like say last week I said to you I was I think I was I was it last week or the week before I was just up the walls and I got I think I always tried to get three done but I got two last week but this week I knew that I hadn't I did I wasn't doing anything and I had a lot of extra times at home because obviously I'm off for the summer 
Um, so I had a lot of extra time at home. So I was like, you know, what? I probably will get that third session in that I missed last week. But if this had been maybe the other end of my cycle, I probably wouldn't have because I wouldn't have had the energy to do it. Um, and that's fine. Like I, I wouldn't have cared about that because I know that that's what my body is telling me. And like, just when you push and push and push and push and like, you push yourself, you or like you dig yourself into the ground like it's very hard to get out of it and like you burn yourself out then and then that's what happened to me I just kept burning myself out and I was absolutely exhausted um from just I think the mental battle of it all but then the physical battle of it as well because I was completely under feeling myself what app are you using at the minute um like the I remember you saying to me like um I actually use an app called clue yeah that's the one. Clue Kandara or else a good old fashioned pen and paper. Um, it's brilliant. We're pro. Yeah. It's um it's brilliant. It's just it's so accurate. Like and I think like I'm lucky in the sense that like my cycle is very, very um it's very accurate. Like it's it's never regular. I never like even when I came off um the pill, like it kind of just bounced back in, into like what it normally was. So I'm able to kind of track it in that sense. But I know there will be some women that like, obviously the ones that are on contraceptives and then the ones that have irregular cycles, it might be that bit harder. But I think if you just give it time, I just had to give it a while to see the the similarities in like yeah. each month. And then, and now like, it's just, I just know, like I just know how I feel in myself and I know my cycle. It's like, I just think every, I really do think every woman, woman should like, be educated on it or at least kind of be in tune with it because it really does affect everything like your mood your energy everything you know um so that was a big game changer for me big 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 thing what are you taught in school about it? i think in school we're actually only taught about obviously like how a baby is made <laughs> how it's like fertilized with it whatever <laughs> after that we're, t- we're taught like about the we're taught about the actual cycle and like all the, na- the names the hormones and like obviously the processes that happen throughout the 28 days but we're not taught about like how it affects your everyday life and also like I'm I'm really as I said I'm really into like hormone health and and everything to do with my cycle so I listen a lot to AOK nutrition as well I think she's amazing and um she is she actually had a podcast and she was like like I don't think enough women understand that like there is actually only like a a section of your cycle that you can get pregnant like there are sections of your cycle that are going to affect you more the way she phrases it is if you're having sex yeah yeah she's having sex outside this window (laughs) your mother have sex at a door it's not going to have much success yeah yeah like it she's like it's physically impossible yeah. <laughs> like yeah but like we're we're not taught about that like at all like it's just shocking i think shocking because you're, then you're thrown on these you're like oh yeah go on the pill you've got cycles go on the pill oh you have uh, headaches oh go on the pill like no yeah <laughs> if you want to do it but like yeah it's just not enough education around it at all. If you think about it, like I'm not like the, the system is the issue, but mm-hmm. like I think like we've grown up in Catholic Ireland for a long time. Yeah, oh, so totally. Even in the Bible, I'm not religious and I don't want to bring religion into it, but in mm-hmm. the Bible it says you should not lay with a woman on the bleed. 
Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. it's, it's bad into you. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's bad into you. Um, yeah, no, it is. It is. And I just, yeah, it's just it, like, but it does take like, obviously I had the, the, the uh, pre-cancer cells and I had PCOS. So like it took for me to have that, to like do some research on it and become educated on my cycle. You know, so it's a it's a shame that like I had to go through that to be like, oh, actually, let me go look into how my cycle affects my body because obviously the PCOS was affecting my body and the precancer cells were affecting my body. But like for someone who has never gone through any of that, they're probably just on the pill for the last fourteen years and not knowing what. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And how are you finding managing PCOS at the minute? Because yeah, I know some people can struggle with it. But, So I've actually, I actually reversed my own PCOS back, when was it? It would have been last, I think January, I got the all clear on it. Um, so like the whole hormone health and like the interest grew for me, obviously when I got it, when I was diagnosed with it after the, after the procedure that I had. Um, so yeah, I managed to look into it and I was listening, that's why AOK she's like I've listened to all her podcasts because she was a big um help for me in like managing my PCOS just listen to her her content um so all I did was like I kind of I cut out the hit because obviously it's all related to your stress hormones and everything so I cut out the hit and I was just walking and weight training for like a couple of months and then I was making sure I was eating loads of um like leafy green veg and just eating better in general um and I took that, um, I got that from your podcast as well. What's Myo it called? Myo Inotazole. Isn't that what it's called? Um, yeah, so I took Myo Inotazole and, yeah. And so it was between yourself and AOK Nutrition. I was I was back and forth with podcasts. Um, and that's how I kind of helped reverse it. So I just did that for a few months. And then I went to the gynecologist in, I think it was the December, or January. And he was like, oh, your sister gone. And I was like... I what like I managed to completely reverse my PCOS and I'm I don't have it to this day so I just wanted to I wanted to obviously keep it up as well you know like I didn't want to just like I didn't want to just let it all kind of happen again so but then I knew I was kind of if I kept going the way I was going like I you can't do everything that's one thing I've also realized I can't do everything like you can't manage your PCOS and you can't manage your eczema and you can't try to lose weight and also work a like seven to four full-time job you can't do it all and go out at the same time because you were crash and burn and that's exactly what happened to me so I kind of I think the PCOS was a nice or like focusing on my PCOS was a nice break from like the whole trying to lose weight thing for me and that's when I obviously seen results because I reversed it and got rid of it um so that was another kind of moment for me where I was like oh I wasn't actually focusing on losing weight but it's kind of happened because I've been focusing on my health you know um it's cool to see so yeah, yeah no, it's it's to the state still gone it's good to see that when you've taken the pressure off yourself and focused on like doing the daily actions or focus on that the mindset has clicked automatically a lot of people can put so much pressure on. i see it on a daily basis with clients it's like well i just want to lose yeah. weight i want to lose weight i want to lose weight it's like but that's not really going to make no. much of a difference like you've lost weight before 
and you haven't really kept it off, which is no yeah. dig at anyone. But it's like there's obviously belief systems, behavior patterns, all that kind of stuff, psychological barriers around food and yourself. And food's rarely the issue. It's normally where we see ourselves being projected onto food. I don't think people realize that. And because if we, that whole good be bad, it's how we view ourselves eating the food. But like, it's not taught. And unfortunately, like human emotions are complex things. Um, so I think it's important to. Hey, so, so sorry about the interview has had to be cut short for whatever reason, the technology that I was using, the new software that I was using just didn't work and Sarah got cut off talking about PCOS and various different elements. So sincerely apologize for that. It's only something that I've noticed as of late. So my sincere apologies, hold my hands up to that. Just definitely going to, I haven't done even at 380 episodes still happen, still makes mistakes. So look, I'm human. So apologies again for that. So hopefully you've enjoyed what has been there, which has been an amazingly poignant conversation with Sarah. So apologies again for disrupting the conversation. I checked back the file again. It's cut out the last 12 minutes of the conversation for whatever reason. I just won't be using that software again. So hopefully you've, you've enjoyed it. Hopefully you've taken something from it. And my sincere apologies again.